Foodie Friday here on KFGO. Foodie Friday brought to you by Prime Cut Meats. We've got their specials coming up in just a second. They're on South University Drive here in Fargo. But let's talk about what they're predicting for 2024 because I'm most excited. Don't leave number one out. Let's get right to number one right away because I am here for it. I'm living for it. It's like they figured out what could we say that would make Amy Eiler really excited. And then they found it. (laughs) They found it. Meals are so out in 2024. 2024 is going to be all about the snacks, which I think they also predicted for 2023, in fairness, was that, um, so I think this is just a continuation of what has been trending for several years now. You've seen snack brands absolutely explode. You've seen snack subscriptions explode. You've seen every brand try to make a snack option. Snacks are still here to stay. I am not surprised that snacks are getting so much love, considering that that's all you see when you go out. Gone are the days of seeing one aisle that is just the snack aisle at a gas station. It has now exploded into several aisles. And we're not talking about just those quick dopamine hits like a bag of Cheetos. We are talking about some actually high-end snacks as well. Uh, in the article we we read today, they're talking about the team-ups between brands to provide you with some snack pieces. I wouldn't be surprised to see more and more companies decide, listen, um, take like Campbell's. Campbell's doesn't naturally get into the snack side of things, but if they could find a way to make a snack, they will this year. It's all going to be about putting that major brand on something that you can eat that's on the go. Yes. Which I'm, why not, right? I'm happy for it. You know how I love that. Yeah. I love the, um, I love that snacks are still taking. And you even see, like you said, some of these team ups, but even restaurants and fast food places kind of leaning into snacks or leaning into smaller options or snack collaborations love that right love to see it let's keep it going app samplers are going to be major in 2024 i mean snacks uh, that is why the charcuterie board came to be something crazy right because we all love a snack all the adults that grew up on lunchables are now you know yeah making them for adults Uh, a text in says campbell's makes pepperidge farm snyder's pretzels for snacks I'm talking about getting their Campbell's brand in there. That's fine. And yeah, they've got Pepperidge Farms and they've got Snyder's Pretzels. But if they can get you to also grab, you know, a, I don't know, like a, a tomato soup bar. I, I, I'm not a Let's product not go developer. That far. But no, like there's something goodness. out there that they want you to get and want you to have. Okay. I was really excited about this when I read that uh, Kathy Strange, who's the Whole Foods Market, uh, Whole Foods Market Ambassador of Food Culture, says this next year buckwheat you're gonna see buckwheat everywhere i love the buckwheat pancakes when i go to the kiwanis pancake feed and so in in the idea that we're gonna start putting buckwheat into more and more things it is apparently it's already happening right we're seeing it already you look at these bigger cities and buckwheat is apparently in hot chocolate and coating monkfish dressed in curry vinaigrette it's being spiced with chai or vanilla and turned into drinks. It is buckwheat is 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 here. I yes, guess. it's not having a moment. It's already settled it's already- in. It's moved in. It's <laughs> mowing its lawn next to you. Like buckwheat's already taken care of it. And really, in all honest honesty, 
Buckwheat is a great grain to choose, and if you've never cooked it all with it, this will be the year where I think you're gonna. Ha- it's gonna be very easy to find on shelves. This is something that is already sort of in a. If you're a fan of soba noodles, those yeah. those are a buckwheat product, mm-hmm. correct? Yep. So, buckwheat's here, as you said. It's just going to, you know. maybe take hold of other parts of the country. I think instead of seeing three or four brands of, let's say, like flour available, you're going to see many more, and it's going to be buckwheat flour, and you're going to find these other options, and they're going to be available in grocery stores. They won't be a specialty item that you have to have a friend from the Twin Cities send you. Right. Let's talk. On the backs of hot honey comes just heat in general, complex heats, different kinds of heats. It's not just going to be the one hot sauce that you know and love, but like the complexity and creating different sweet and spicy flavors. Peppers, hot peppers are are becoming a thing. You know, this is also on the backs of like the hot sauce crazes and the hot honey crazes. That continues, but just in different ways. I heard the best analogy recently for the spice craze because- when we heard that something was spicy, it was going to make your forehead sweat a little bit, and you're going to go, <laughs> but the world of heat has figured out that they are not a two and a king of clubs. They are the entire deck of cards, and they need to be able to provide spice levels for all of these different things. Mm-hmm. And so there's a world where you can have an incredibly flavorful sauce that is on the mild side that people enjoy. So- you know, you're not someone who enjoys something that's going to burn your tongue. I like at least one bite of that. And I like to, I like mm-hmm. to you know, be reminded that I have taste buds sometimes. <laughs> and the, the fact that you, if you work through that whole deck of cards, because you might have people who say, listen, I am a six and your partner is a seven. Well, if that's the case, you can find something that fits both of your, you know, the the heat intake that you want on it. And we are, you're going to see more and more things that are hot. You know, you're going to, hard boiled eggs that are coated with, uh, you know, a hot sauce already. You're going to see more hot sauces available. Uh, and it's great for the vinegar industry because vinegar is usually one of the core parts of a hot sauce. But don't sleep on things like red pepper flakes. The people who do like those spicy uh, seasoning mixes. It is going to be a year where it just continues that trend. It's going to keep getting bigger and bigger, and you're going to find stuff like where they they play with that sweet. Um, I saw a cheesecake that had a spicy sauce on top of the cheesecake, so you get hit with that heat and then the coolness of the cheesecake afterwards. I don't know if I'm ready for hot sauce cheesecake, but I know someone out there will tell me, oh, you're missing out. you got to try it. It's delightful. It's delicious. Um, water. We just talked about the craze of the Stanley Cup and how really the the way in which we drink water has evolved, right? We're talking about the Nalgene phases and the Hydro Flask phases and the Yeti phases and all of these, right? But one thing that leads back to it, and that is like people's want to drink more water. And I think as just culturally we're doing a better job. But beverages are not going away. Water-specific beverages, but we are all about beverages. We have names coming out of 2023, like um, like a beverage goblin or drink goblin. Yep. We are all about sort of 
drinks and what they do for us. Drinks, you know, meals as drinks, meals at, or, you know, beverages for hydration, beverages for fun, what we're drinking before we go to sleep, what we are drinking when we wake up in the morning. We're all about hydration, sort of, and that's not going to go away. I didn't know that water sommeliers were a thing, but apparently they are. Interesting. And there's, yeah, premium hydration, wearable hydration sensors, um, add what you're adding to your waters, syrups, powders, giant tumblers, um, cacao water apparently is something that is going to be a thing. Um, we're looking for all kinds of ways to find new ways to hydrate ourselves. You know what I think is not going to continue as a trend for water? And this is just a, this is a hot take for you. I think that people are not looking for bottled water as much. We're get you know, like right. we said in our conversation about the Yetis and the Stanleys, people have found their cup or their goblet mm-hmm. uh, or their gigantic. Well, I was even telling you, bowl like, with a lid of choice. I am drinking a bottle of water today, but it's been refilled for almost a week. When I do buy a bottle then I feel some obligation to reuse it for an extended period of time before mm-hmm. I recycle it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I keep the bottles and then I just refill them forever. And I have one that I have to use after this too. Like it becomes like an obligation. We're to the point of where if there is a water fountain in a public place, you expect it to be one of the ones that you can fill a water bottle in as well yes, at this point, right? That's absolutely. And if you have one of those in your business and it hasn't been upgraded, now's the time. So you can buy the upgrade on Amazon and they were on sale recently. And I like to, because it's got that little ticker that tells you how many yep. bottles you've kept out of a landfill. Yep. I, I, yep. I dig that. Unbeknownst to Amy and I, when we decided that we are going to specialize in soup recipes for January of 2024 in the FM Extra in our recipe section, they have declared 2024's dish of the year soup. Soup Soup. is where Mm -hmm. it is at this year. And that doesn't surprise me because TikTok, I think, has greatly influenced people getting behind soups. My wife wanted that pastina soup. And she said, haven't you ever seen it? And I said, I've never heard of this soup in my life. And uh, I mean, they call it Italian penicillin. And it's essentially just, it's a it's a chicken stock soup, but you blend up the vegetables when you put it in. So it's kind of a a mush, like a thick mush that you put over noodles. And we did, we've done the little rings. I just had to order stars. Actually, I ordered buckwheat stars. Fun. So yeah, there, there there's, there's something. I'm fine with soup that. being the thing that we lean into. I, I'm soup great. should be we should start every meal with soup. Other um industry insiders are saying more Asian ingredients, steps towards sustainability. Sustainability is a word that you see with food trends all the time. Fun with fungi. You can maybe expect some more that mushrooms may shine and especially when we get into like people who are looking for meat replacements. That continues to be a trend. Dinner and a drink is something that is named in like a lot of these lists, which is very confusing for me. But uh, okay, essentially you're having a cocktail that tastes like a Caesar salad. I I don't really get it to be more mindful drinking. um, You know, the shift to like 
cocktails has really shifted into like non-alcoholic cocktails too. Like everyone's making sort of like a mix or a drink, even when they're not drinking liquor. And then a lot of the list also said florals, rose, lavender, violet flavors will pop up in drinks, baked goods, ice cream, snacks, and more. Um, it's so that was an interesting, like the floral flavors, but maybe just funky flavors in generals, funky ingredients, funky colors. Um, so we'll see. When they were talking about the color palette of food in 2024, I said, Hey, remember when we had purple ketchup? That didn't, that, that trend was gone. (laughs) And thank goodness it was. There is an odd situation where people are looking for their plates to not be bland right so a lot of tans and things like that i think that influence will come from a lot of different like like indian cuisine you know they have very colorful dishes like the curries and everything like that i think you'll see more and more of that in 2024 going back for just a second to what you said with those asian influences that is clear even in the fargo moorhead market that people really love to experiment with different styles of asian cooking that Asian supermarket that opened on Main Avenue, yes. it's still hard to get a parking spot in there. Yeah. Uh, my wife was just in Minneapolis, and they went to a gigantic Asian market while there. In fact, she brought me something that she wants us to try for Foodie Friday. Have you ever heard of a 100-year egg? No. It's like an egg that is like an that actual, a- like, it's not actually 100 years old, but it's oh. it's brined in a way that is meant to like it can last it's shelf stable it can sit on like Mm. the counter and she goes you should try it and it does not look good it looks doesn't sound good i'm gonna be honest a hundred year old egg doesn't sound good (laughs) right okay well report back to us on that we'll let you take that one and run with it there you go we have no desire to someone wants to know how about fondue pots Listen, fondue pots never went out of style. You're just really cool. That's what you are. You invite me over anytime. I am always happy to come over for a fondue. You ever fondue? Um, no. No, we don't at our house. No. Well, I mean, I when certainly would with, melting with pot, kids. But like, yeah. It must be super frustrating because the kids are sitting there waiting and like, yeah. and be like it's, no, it doesn't, it's cooking. It doesn't sound like something fun. Also, uh, read several times that there could be like a celebration of vegetables this year, which I think maybe we're always trying to have more vegetable forward meals, but did you that see could something also be a trend that talked about how like onions might have a year this next year? Oh, really? Yeah, and people really getting into like onions are not just meant to be minced and caramelized, but there's a lot of other things you can do with an mm. onion. So from mushrooms to drinks and florals, we'll see. That's the one that I'm not ready for yet. Whenever I'm served anything that has a flower on it, I feel a little weirded out by it. (laughs) Food trends of 2024. This will be podcast at KFGO.com. Also, this segment brought to you by Prime Cut Meats. They're on South University Drive in Fargo. Here are their specials.